0: Uh, just a great, great letter that Paul wrote to the church at Colossus. So much stuff here, folks. And I dare say it's even more detail uh, than we know. And we're basically just doing a surface reading here in these times, okay? Uh, actually, my goal is to uh, sort of maybe whet our appetite uh, for learning even more about each passage that we go through all these many years. Mm-hmm. And something that will uh, sort of arrest your attention and, and catch you and that you'll sort of dig a, more, a little more into it. Uh, These passages right here, particularly where we are right now, reveal so much about the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the problem was. Uh, Some people had come into the church, uh, early what we might call Gnostics people, who were saying that you're going to have a greater understanding. And they were telling things that just weren't true about the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's all sorts of stuff. And there's really no reason to get into it because uh, it was wide and varied. Uh, The bottom line is this. (laughs) It was a... Gnosis means knowledge that you can have a special knowledge, you can have more insight and be super spiritual. I'll tell you what, the same thing is alive today. Okay, they perverted it in a lot of ways, particularly in ways which would give you uh, the ability to sin like you want to and still consider yourself to be spiritual, even to the point where they considered their spiritual part to be absolutely pure and sinless, and that the body was where the real sin was. So, therefore, uh, they, were, they were separated. You could do what you wanted to with the body. You can send all you want to with your body. It doesn't matter. But your spirit is still pure, and we know that that is not the truth. It's that kind of stuff. And so what Paul is doing here is he's really focusing in, particularly these verses we're going to read today. I'm hoping to get through 15 through the 18th verse. Just describing who the Lord is. And each one of these things was actually undermining some element of a perversion of the gospel that was starting to raise his head. So Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 says this. We covered this in a previous episode. He, and that's speaking of the Lord Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. So like I said, we've covered that in the previous episode. Go So go check that out. Verse 16. Four, okay, For, okay, F O R. For by him, or in him, they can be translated either way, for by him, that's the Lord Jesus, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him, and for him. Now, that's verse 16. Verse 16. This is amazing. So let's just think through this. And I know it's sort of hard to keep up audibly like this sometimes when you hear. I'm sitting here looking at it visually. And I go, man, that's like these three, four, five points right here, you know. But just think about this. By him or in him, all things were created. It was by the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that all things were created, you see much more about this in uh, the first two or three chapters of John, of uh, Genesis, right? But then also in the first chapter of John. So we see in the beginning where the heavens and the earth and God created everything. You see that in Genesis, but in John we see that God created everything in and through Jesus Christ. He spoke everything into existence. So we see right here at the beginning. Colossians 1 16, by him, in him, all things were created. Well, what are all things? In the heavens and on earth. Now, when you read the scripture, you find out there's more than one heaven. That's the reason here is plural heavens. There's at least three heavens. There's the heavens of the atmosphere, what we consider the atmosphere that we breathe. There's the heavens of the sun, moon, and